Welcome back, everybody. Episode four of season two of Wake of Whispers. How the hell are you, folks? Doing all right. It's all right. Doing well, doing well. You guys have been getting some traveling done. If we go to the little travel map here and see how far you've come. Uh, you've been on the road now for one, two, three. This is the fourth day. I believe it is the 29th of Forest. After stopping at the Weak Hog Inn and Tavern, you caught wind that Flora's old buddy, Parasaurolophus, mm. <laughs> hadn't been heard from for longer than expected after heading to Clover's Crossing, the nearby Hamlet. Maybe that's maybe it's a Hamlet. Maybe Macbeth. To see why the supplies hadn't come. And, yeah, indeed, once you got to Clover's Crossing, the town was deadly silent. Um, you ran into the people that tried to rob you at the Weak Hog, although they were hardly people anymore. They had been attacked and turned into ghouls. Ghouls! Ghouls! <laughs> and you made quick work out of them uh, and coming into the town it was empty and you quickly found out that most of the people here had also been turned into ghouls ghouls is that is that an every um, time thing are we <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it sometimes if you keep laughing at it Meg he'll keep doing it yeah, I can't help it it's my job <laughs> like in, in my job description uh, you did after dispatching some of the ghouls you ran into Paris Herolophus who was boarded up in a house with one of the surviving robbers he was all pissy and ran off but Perry uh, relayed what he knew about what was going on here that he had learned from some of the surviving people that at some point, a couple weeks ago, the church had a cave-in that opened up into some of the old mines uh, over in the Maiden Snarl Forest. And around that same time, some mysterious hooded figures came into town. And they posted up in the church, and more and more every day, townsfolk were disappearing and being dragged off in the night by their ghoulish brethren. He told you that a couple times they had sent wagons up to the church and, like, loaded something up and left with it. And But he said that he thinks there's still some up there. He saw at least one hooded figure... I believe you left Kendra and the wagons in the town circle and went to investigate. Wait, we we left her by herself? Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like something we would do. I mean, it was only like a couple hundred feet away, right? It was like right up a hill. Yeah, it's just... It's a very small town. And honestly, okay. we've left her by herself many times. Um, so that is something that we do. Yeah, in her house in a town. <laughs> she needs the crossbow practice. <laughs> okay. Alright, I'm just voicing it so it better. can be out there. 
I mean, Kendra is a... She's a level two wizard. She could probably take care of herself. Said when Sidriel's around. <laughs> she becomes a level three wizard. Yeah. <laughs> you did go to investigate, and you came upon this church that was totally ransacked and destroyed. Uh, furniture and everything was torn apart and strewn about. And there was indeed a large hole in the ground, um, in the floor of the church. I think the three, everybody but Stormak, stood outside the doors as he stealthily snuck into the church to scope it out. And as he was kind of ducked behind a pew here, you heard some footsteps and voices. And emerging from the hole was two skeletal figures. One in robes, holding a staff, yelling orders at another much larger skeletal figure with a massive great club and a huge satchel on, the, on his back, filled with something. And I believe that is where we left off. Now, here we are in the Clover's Crossing Church. Um, are the three of you standing where you're standing? I think we did that on purpose. I think he stealthed in to reduce mm-hmm. the chances of being seen. And we're sort of waiting for a signal from him. Now, standing right in the doorway like that, you can see these figures come out of this hole. They can probably also see you. Now, I'll give you a chance to do something. If you want to duck behind the wall or something, or, or like you can give me stealth rolls. I mean, floor is off to the side, so I figure you're talking to Ozil and Sidriel. Yeah, they don't notice you right away. Uh, what does Ozil and Sidriel do? So, I mean, are we getting like a, a surprise round here? Like, how, how is this playing out? Like, what's happening? That we see them before they see us? Yes, I'm going to say, yeah. You, I'll give you one action to do. Like, I'm not starting combat right now, but um, if you want to duck out of the doorway there as they're coming up out of the hole, I'll allow that. Um, I would, but Floor is in the spot where I kind of thought I would be. As we're, I, I was imagining kind of like three stooges, like heads poking around the corner looking in. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> well, I could... Um, I mean... If I saw you, like, but backing up into me, I would move out of the way. Like, scooch back and let you scooch in. Yeah, yeah. so we just take like, a little, little five-foot stepper. <laughs> but then I'd be like, I can't see anything! What's going on? I'll let you know if anything important happens. <laughs> kind of waiting to see what Stormac does. I got a... I got a 21 on stealth, if that, if that does anything for you. It does. What about... Give me one from Ozil and Sidriel. Pretty please. Ooh. Mm. Nat 20 for a 24. You go invisible. Excellent. You go, nice. girl. I actually rolled really well, but it's a, not good. It's a 14, but I rolled a 19. Oh, man. Uh, Daisy got a 22. Damn. All right. We're just wrecking it over here. In that case... They are coming out of the hole, 
And the one in robes here, holding a staff, is like... All right, where are those sniveling worms? And they kind of step forward a few paces, and uh, he bashes his staff into the ground, and a dark purple wave of energy blasts out from his staff and, like, kind of spreads across the room. Stormak, you're, like, behind the pew, and you see this come over and, like, kind of pass through you. And, but you don't feel any effect from it. But, uh, give me a perception check. You got it. That'll be... A... 28. An 18 on the die for a 28. Cool, we're blowing all our high rolls on our perception (laughs) and stealth. This is gonna be awesome. So as this purple wave of energy spreads through the room you do hear some movement from the room to your south and with that roll even uh, uh, from that other little hole in the floor over there you see something crawling out another ghoul and you hear a movement from behind you the smaller skeletal figure says Give the bag to these pathetic worms. Make them carry it. And um, you see another ghoul come out from this room here. And he turns the corner and, like, stops and stares at you. As soon as I see him, I I want to attack the big guy. Oh, okay. Get him. All right. I'm ten feet away from him, so I'm going to just do a beautiful, perhaps acrobatic, if necessary, five-foot move closer to him? Yeah, so it would be like a surprise round. Um, So to get a movement and an attack, you could do a five-foot step, but over the pew, I'd say give me an acrobatics. Here you go. That's a (laughs) terrible roll. That's a two on the die for a nine. But, you know, hopping over a pew? What's the DC on that? Well, I mean, you can't technically do a five-foot step, but you could do a movement of five feet. He could totally handle that, right? Yeah, I'm going to say, like, uh, you you get over there just fine, but you're not going to be able to attack. Ah. Uh. I was going to allow it. I was thinking 10. I was nice and low. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I rolled a 2. What the hell? So, as Stormak does that, he's going to uh, yell, basically, um, uh, Stop this evil! And um, he can't smite evil, but... <laughs> he could if he would. <laughs> what if he could? And, but yeah, he yells that out for all to hear. Yeah, he's like, what is this? More living fools. And let's roll for initiative. Uh, can Sid get his Hell yeah. action in the surprise round? Yes, you do get an act to act in every surprise round. That's right. Yes, so standard action, I cast Gravity Bow. Oh, that didn't count. Uh, all right. And I'm also going to say that since this ghoul spotted you, he gets to act in a surprise round as well. And he's just going to move up and jump on that pew behind you, Stormak, snarling and drooling. Um, he has to roll and... acrobatics. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Flora got a 16. 24%. 
19. 11 for Stormak. So unfortunate. And you're really just jumping right in there, huh? Talking to me? Classic Stormak. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel, as a player, like something really bad is happening here, and we perhaps have just a split chance, a split moment. Um, what's the phrase? <laughs> uh, to, split uh, second. A split second, thank you, Meg. Um, to <laughs> to stop this uh, delivery from happening. I don't know what it's a delivery of, but I think it's bad. I, I hear you. This could go real bad, real quick. This guy. Oh well, it's already bad, but we have the chance to stop it from. No, I mean with the delivery, right? I mean because they could totally yeah. pass oh. that shit off, and then they could run away, and we could never find out what the fuck is going on here. <laughs> Okay, you're right. The Stopping page. it now is a good idea. And and you left Meg a good charging lane. Sidriel's out back. <laughs> I'm not sure what the fuck I'm going to do. And let's hit it with some battle music. At the top of the round, we have Sidriel. All right. Um, Sid's going to kind of peek around from that corner. Can I shoot from here or do I need to step out? I guess what I'm imagining, like, roleplay-wise, is him, like, kind of just bending out past the wall, firing his arrows, and then standing back up behind the wall. Yeah, I'd say that's fine. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna uh, rapid bonk uh, two regular arrows into this ghoul that's, like, standing up drooling on Stormac. Nice. So that's a 20 on the first arrow. Alright, that's a hit. Okay, that is 10 points of damage. Nice. And it's a 12 on the second. 12 to hit? Yeah. Not quite. But some solid damage with your gravity bow. Yeah, and I want to stay hidden back there. Right on. Well, they could probably see that you're there now. Oh, yeah. Shot. Uh, I, I, I like the comfort of a wall in front of me. All right. Faze Ozu is up next. God damn! This is a bad. This is a bad situation. He's standing outside this church, looking around the corner. Those ghouls, having uh, fought one last time, um, do they look similar to the ones that I fought? Yes. Yep. So they have that paralysis, something or other. Oh yeah. You could presume that. I could presume that. All right. Oh, well, um, he is going to step out from behind the corner and at that point can he get a good read on this guy, maybe enough for a knowledge check, the big guy behind Stormak the giant towering large skeletal thing? Yeah, you can be a knowledge religion. Yeah, that's my only knowledge, so I hope that's the one Um, okay that's a 17, knowledge religion Yeah, this is an obviously armored ogre skeleton you could presume with that roll, bludgeoning, DR5. Gotcha. Eek. Okay, DR bludgeoning. I'll give you one more question uh, with that roll. Um, does he come with any special effects? It's like special attacks. Uh, you don't believe so? Right on. Um, so he steps around, gets a good eye on that guy. He yells out, Stormak, be sure to bludgeon that man. <laughs> That thing looks fucking terrifying. Holy shit. And he's a big bony beefer. He's the big bony <laughs> beefer. Sure is. Um, 
So he is going to continue his movement and attempt to touch that ghoul to the southwest of Stormak that Sidril shot two arrows into. All right. Oh, that's a natty 19 to touch. What's his touch, AC? Is 19 going to beat it? Yeah, that'll do. Okay, cool. So I'm going to use a level 2 healing spell, so it'll be 2d8 plus 4. That's not too bad. That's uh, that's 10 damage. He had 10 HP. Would you like to describe that kill? Nice. nice. Yes. As he's looming over Stormak, coming out of around that corner, Ozil runs up and gives him a little booty squeeze as he just vaporizes in a <laughs> flash of blue light and turns into ash on the pew. <laughs> Honka? <laughs> <laughs> booty squeeze. Nice. And that that's his turn. Good shit. That was super clutch because it was the ghoul's turn next. I know, and that looked really bad. I was like, oh god, Stormak, oh no, you're flanked, and these guys are paralysis. Oh shit. Would hate to see you go down like that, buddy. Wouldn't have happened. The the ogre skeleton, I think he's flat-footed still. He wouldn't have. I don't even know if he'd be flanking. But it doesn't matter. Good job. And Flora is up next. Okay. I guess I'm just gonna move a little bit. I think I already had my lance out, so I'm going to move. And then I guess move some more. You know, you could have got around the front of the church. Would that have been faster? If you double move down there, you could get position to charge. And then, yeah, you could have charged straight, but it's up to you. I guess Daisy has 40 speed, so she could go here, but I could double move with her, right? If I did that. So you could move 80, yeah. You'd have to use one of your actions to give her another action. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll do that. You could get here with 80 feet. Okay. Don't never listen to the DM. He's saying, oh yeah, you could get here, you know, just inside, like, movement range of this big guy that can come smack you in the face if you're <laughs> yeah. inside that you're door. You're right, you're right. Exactly, just in terms of his fucking never charge movement. Yeah, never do that. Well, just cinematically, <laughs> I'm imagining her coming around the corner and then using her, like, um, the pause challenge to make it look all, like, Knight's Tale-like. Like, she comes around the corner and she she halts her horse dog and she rears up and it's like, and then she looks at her enemy with nice. thing pointed at her. Anyway, pause challenge. She's going to challenge the big guy. No. Yes. She's going to challenge the big guy. Which gives me more damage to my attacks on him. Alright, and Stormak is up next. Can I attack the big guy from where I'm at? No. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'm going to spend one key point to use the iron within. Ooh. This is a racial trait that I have which uh, allows me to increase my armor class just for one round. Nice. So I'll do that, and then I'll also use another key point to give myself an additional blow in my flurry of blows. Narratively, I'm, I'm Stormax just trying to, like, break this big guy's knee out. So he's just, like, attacking his leg with a bunch of kicks. And here we go with the rolls... Oh, not so great. We got a 13, an 18, and a 16 to hit. 
None of those are going to hit, unfortunately. What? How about his flat-footed? Okay. So, and then <laughs> two of those are going to hit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but... The, the 18 and the 16. No, wait. Yes, the 16 will hit. All right, nice. Oh, wait. No, sorry. Oh, I will not. what a tease. The, the 18 will hit. My bad. All right, well, that's five bludgeoning damage. All right. Solid punch to the beefer. Punch from my foot to his knee. Ah, foot punch. I love those. Yep, specialize <laughs> in those. Five finger foot punch. And now it's my turn. So, he's going to say, finish these fools. And uh, he's going to touch the big bony beefer. And you see this like kind of blue shimmering energy cover the big skeletal ogre. And then he's going to move back and kind of take cover uh, behind this pew here. And then this ghoul is going to hop over the pew and he's going to attack you with a bite. And that's going to be a 19 to hit. Oh, you bastard. My new and improved AC is 19. Ooh. Brutes. So that's going to be four damage from his slimy jowls. And please give me two fortitude saves. Two? Makes sense. Here's one. You don't make sense. 14. (laughs) And then a 24. All right. Just checking. Gotta get some more battle music up in here. And now the big bony beefer is going to take a five-foot step back and free action drops his big satchel of stuff and whips out his massive great mace and brings it down on Stormak. That is 18. Does not hit. Good shit. Sidril is up next at the top of the round. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Sid is going to check some stats on something real quick. <laughs> Noted. Okay. That's so Sidriel, just to pop open a book mid-battle. Hang on, guys. Hang on. I gotta check something real quick. <laughs> uh, F, 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 F. C, Celestial. Okay. Hang on. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm on my way. And then Sid comes running into the room, um, stands in front of this doorway here, and then he begins casting a spell, so spending a standard action to start casting a spell with a casting time of one round. All right. Uh, And so I guess he had to activate his arcane bond to do this. He kind of, like, rubs the ring on his finger, then starts casting the spell. Nice. And then it is Ozil's turn. Alright, well, I'm not exactly sure what I should do here. I got two ideas, but I think this one is probably going to benefit me more than not. Alright, he's going to jump over this pew too, as a move action, not as a five-foot step. Clamber might maybe is a better one, instead of jump, he's old. And then... <laughs> He is going to reach out and say, Stormak, you'll need this. And he will 
cast a spell on Stormac, and your does Stormac have a beard? Yeah, of course. Your your beard becomes bristly and iron like, as if it was made out of iron. <laughs> Hell yeah, I have that buff already built. You've cast that on me before. I sure have, but this seems like a good time to throw it back on you. And I cast Iron Beard on Stormac. It also makes it difficult to talk. Just, I like that part. I think that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stormac kind of gives you like a, you know, he leans his head back and his beard gets all chiseled and he he smiles. (laughs) (laughs) Do do what you do best, brother. And that, that is my turn. All right. Flora is up next. So the um, target of her challenge has moved a little bit out of her reach. So she's going to instead charge at um, uh, the ghoul. Can I suggest something, Meg? I don't know. Can you? Just an option. If you delayed till right after Stormac and Stormac successfully grapples this ghoul... You could charge right by him. Well, so the problem with that is I would need to use two movement to get past, like to get further than... Megan, you know you can move double your speed to do a charge, right? Nope. Yeah, your charge Great. doubles your speed. Okay. Uh, then it, sure, I'll delay and see what happens. All right, so this is all happening just, you know, microseconds in front of each other. Um, yeah, they made they made eye contact. They know what's up. <laughs> All right, so Stormax right next to this ghoul, and he's just gonna try to grab him. Here's the grapple attempt, John. Okay. Oh man, god damn it! Eight versus CMD does not do it, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm so mad about that dice roll. That uh, let's see, should I use a freaking? Arrow card? I mean, I think you should, honestly. No, none of these are going to come into play. Um, damn it. Sorry, Meg. Don't worry about it. So if I run past that guy, he'll just get an attack of opportunity, right? Okay, so that was that was um, my standard. And now, as a move, uh, Stormak is going to taunt this ghoul by moving... Um, out in front of him and then back in, in, <laughs> in an attempt to um, have him use his AOO on me. <laughs> so cheap. Well, <laughs> he's it's it's you know narratively he's he's just slipping on by the school, trying to get its attention away from. <laughs> I'm over here now. I'm over yeah, here. You yeah. can see me now. You're you gonna to try grab to hit him. Me? You miss, then you dance around him. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, it's a great, <laughs> me <too>. great idea. <laughs> that's great. Uh, I mean, that's he's a built natty for it. eighteen for a twenty-one. Twenty-one would hit if I was standing still, but since I'm mobile, my AC oh. bumps up to twenty-four, so that does not hit. All right, and cool. it provokes. So I'm going to punch him for that. Oh my gosh. Here's the attack. That's a 22 to hit for 7 bludgeoning damage. Whoops. That'll do, pig. That'll do. 
That kind of feels like cheating. I don't know why. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty gross. I don't know. You guys uh, are, are haters. I mean, he built his character to do it. I don't think it's cheating. No, you're right. You're right. No. It's great. It's not It's not cheating, but it's so good that it feels like cheating. Is what okay. I'm trying gross. to say. All right. I'll accept that. <laughs> it is yeah. good. It does feel good to do it. <laughs> I like the taunt though. The taunt is funny. You're like, hoo hoo, hoo hoo, and then he like tries to get you, and you're like, wham! Now, <laughs> Flora's up next. Okay. Then she is going to, since that guy seems distracted, charge right past and up to the bad guy, the big, the big bad guy. Plump, 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 plump. So explain to me again if it's bludgeoning that we want to use, but my weapon is piercing. What does that mean? It just doesn't do as much? Yeah, he'll take slightly less damage, but you're charging. You should do a good amount of damage. Okay. Yeah. So when John says DR5 bludgeoning, that means that the only thing that gets through the DR5 is bludgeoning. Yeah, so the first five damage will be ineffective. You'll still do everything past five. Okay. But this guy is the target of my challenge. I am charging. That's going to be a fuckload of extra damage. Hell yeah. Let's see it. Okay. Prove it. Prove it. My hit is plus 12. So that's 28 to hit. Well, a 28 is going to do it. Okay. And then 2d6 plus 6. So that is... A four. Oh, a plus 12 to hit? Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Get out of here. Two fours. <laughs> That's like cheating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 14 damage. 14 damage. All right. So nine of that will go through. Great. All right. Now. Now, as this glowy skelly boy thinks he's about to take his turn, a harrow card glows in Sidro's pocket. Ooh. Oh. It has a key on it. Nice. Which means I get to move my initiative to now, immediately before this guy's turn, and I get Uh one action. I can get him. Fuck yeah. So I'm just going to my standard action to finish casting the spell. All right. And you go after him or before him? Immediately before. Cool. Well, who who needs quick and meta magic rods when you got fucking harrow cards? That's awesome. Good job. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yeah. I finished casting my summon monster, and uh, John, do you have that picture that I sent you before when I said, get ready, I need you to make a token out of this picture? (gasps) Yeah, you should be able to see it in the journal. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Frog. (gasps) Ow! (laughs) He's there. Make him him bigger. Frog. Oh, yeah, here, I can make him bigger so everyone can see him. Frog. There we go. With this little (laughs) halo, because he's a celestial frog. I was going (laughs) to (laughs) say... Frog. He has a halo, Hell ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I'm sorry, guys. Holy frog is what you're trying to say. Oh, frog. Holy frog. So then in Celestial... Oh, it's so cute. Sid says... To, so in, in Celestial Frog, Sid says to the <laughs> Celestial Frog, grab the casty one. And what does that sound like? Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Um, so then the frog is going to hop... Hop, hop, hop around these pews. 
And since he's a celestial frog, he is going to, as a swift action, smite evil on the caster skeleton. What? Cool, cool, cool. And then he is going to use his tongue to uh, try to grab him. All right. And smite evil just gives you a plus to hit. Plus to charisma on um, attack rolls, which for the frog is a zero. And it also does plus two dam- uh, plus hit die damage on uh, damage rolls. And it bypasses all DR. <laughs> That is also correct. Sweet. Um, this attack isn't going to do any damage, though. It's just to try to grab the uh, caster. And that is... Let me pull the stats back up. Sorry. Uh, a plus three to hit. Uh. Ugh. Ooh. With a five. So, yeah, his nasty angelic tongue goes right over the caster's shoulder. He ducks. Like, not today, frog. <laughs> Well, it was a cool idea. It was a cool idea. It was. And he stays on the board. He, he could still... How many rounds do you get him for? Um, he will be there for uh, four rounds. Nice. Frogs are awesome. Awesome. Is he medium size? Yes, he is. He wow. is a, a celestial giant frog. Nice. Holy shit. <laughs> That's amazing. Awesome. He's probably bigger than Flora. He is? Can't they, like, uh, swallow whole? Uh, only things that are smaller than them. That was my first thought was, oh yeah, let me just go swallow this caster. Yeah. <laughs> Flora passively thinks, I could ride that frog. That frog could eat you. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> keep it in the pants, Flora. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's my turn. This mage is just, like, ignoring this frog. He's, like, a nuisance. But he sees the massive hole that Flora... Put in his big beefy buddy. Mm. He's going to take a five foot step over here and he's going to raise his skeletal hand and go, and a dark purple beam of light is going to fly at Flora from his fingertip. Say that three times fast. (laughs) (laughs) At Flora from his fingertip. That's going to be a 22 against touch. Uh, yeah. All right. So this purple beam of energy hits you right in the chest as you're sitting on top of Daisy. And I would like a fortitude save, please. Okay. She's tough. She can handle this. Um, 13. Oh. (laughs) A 13 is not going to do it as you feel this energy blast you in the chest and you feel your strength being sapped and you start to feel weaker. My strength? And this is going to do eight strength damage. And it's not damage, it's a penalty um, so it's not permanent, but you take a penalty of eight to your strength. So that that purple light hits her and she's like... (gasps) Here, kind of pause. Top of the dog. Dog pause. Dog pause. As the strength is sucked from your body, your muscles shrink, and big skeletal ogre's turn. He is going to take a swipe at you, Flora. Because you're right in his range. To be fair, Ozil's in his range, too. Well... Flora also just poked a huge fucking hole in him. Mm -hmm. That was also fair. And challenged him. Oh, just you wait. I'm going to poke a big hole in him also. 
<laughs> Henry Higgins, just you wait. Spiritual hole. Those spiritual holes hurt the worst. Does a 22 hit your AC? Yes. All right. As he comes swinging straight down with his massive Macy great club. Ooh, some spicy damage. Here we go. That's going to be 19 damage. Ow. Oh, God. And it's Father Ozel's turn. Oh, man. Well, that... Oh. How, you, how does how does Flora look after she takes that massive blow? Um, like she's about ready to bleed. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Oh man, I would be. I'm. I almost would die from massive damage rolls if he hit me with that something that hard. Yeah, that was that was half her health. That was a pretty good. Oh, that was a pretty good hit. Oof. Almost half. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need some more battle music. Turn it up, Surratt. I'm going to turn that up to get into the mood. Crank it. And then save your little halfling friend. <laughs> oh, you'll, I think you'll be okay. You're the strongest one in the yeah, party I think, um, until you took all that damage. Yeah. <laughs> now, it, now it might be someone else. Who knows? We'll figure that out. i got to wander less restoration. You'll be fine. Okay. It'll be fine. He... He looks at the Frog, super happy. Little warms up his heart a little bit. Looks at Stormac. Stormac's got this one. Looks over at those two bony beefies and pulls out his holy symbol that is around his neck and says, "Tell us that Phrasma on the spire bore our sickness and carried our pains in order to remove them from us. By her words, we pray." And a giant blue flash of light goes out in 30 feet from every direction from him to damage as he channels positive energy. Right. Like a bouse. Hey, that's not too bad. That's that's six damage to everybody, pretty much all the undead. All the undead I can see. The the big bony beefy, the um the sorcerer I can only imagine. And the ghoul. Can I get a quick uh, knowledge check on that uh, sorcerer, too? Uh, yeah. That's an 18 knowledge religion. And it's 10 plus a CR? <clears throat> yeah, that's enough to tell you that this is a skeletal mage. You've seen these maybe in on the battlefield before, or heard of them. Um, they're highly intelligent spellcasting undead that are not really, not created by like regular animate dead spells uh, but through other rare conditions or ancient esoteric rituals. Um, okay. I'll give you one question. Um, can I get uh, special abilities? You know, other than being able to cast spells... They can channel negative energy, but only to command undead. Okay. Not to damage, right? Not to damage. Okay. It's not really worth saying much. Um, um, awesome. You you know that as a skeleton, you'd have DR bludgeoning, and I'll give you that he has channel resistance. Oh. 
So that that channel was not yeah. nearly as effective. Oh, can I get a will save from both of those from ev from all those undeads too? Yes. Uh, channel resistance gives them a bonus on their save. So big guys will save is a 15. Little guys will save is a 28. And the ghouls will save is a 20. All right. Well, actually, they all pass. So they all take half of that, which is three damage. Damn. I thought that was going to be more effective. Yeah, you see your Ferrazman light singe them all a little bit. All right. And then I will take a five-foot step back. <gasps> all right. Flora, you can breathe. No, I think I forgot to add my um, four damage to the big guy for my challenge. You think? Uh, let me, let me, what level am I? Am I four? Yeah, because you, you did 2d6 plus six, so that would be... And then plus four for my challenge. Yeah, you didn't add that extra four. Yeah, so uh, four extra damage right. on that guy. Sorry. Alrighty. And then now we're here at this point, at this crossroads in our lives. So she'll step backwards. And poke the ghoul that's still standing, inexplicably. That's a good move. That is a good move, Meg. That's what I'll do. So 17 to hit the ghoul. That'll do. Cool. That's 1d6. 4 minus 1, so 3 damage on the ghoul. All right. Solid. Stormak. All right. What you got? I've got a plus one short sword from Vessian Hawkrin, and I'm going to chop this ghoul with it. All right. Stormak unsheaths it right in front of this guy and just slashes up to try to take him down. Samurai style. That's a natural one. Ooh, I want you to try to confirm Ooh. that. Not samurai style. <laughs> uh, 13 to hit. 13 does not hit. Uh-oh. We'll say he knocks it out of your hand as you'd come at him. Well, shit. And it goes... Roll D d8. Five. All right, it'll go right between you and Sidriel there. All right. Any move action? You know it, buddy. How about this? Five foot step to there. Um... Hmm. No, wait a minute. Um... Yeah, let's let's get right in with the big guy. Um, five foot step around the ghoul. Ah, oh, crap. Now I'm second guessing myself there. How about... <laughs> oh, man. How about Stormak just does this little, like, ten foot movement. Five feet back from the ghoul, and then five feet back in towards the ghoul. Um, just taunting him again. All right. Now, I'll tell you right now, this ghoul is smarter than you. What? And he's not going to fall for that again. What? He literally has a higher intelligence than Stormak. <laughs> he, he opts out of taking the attack of opportunity. Okay. Yes. That's my turn. All right. Flora just went. Yep. Um, and Sidriel is up next. Cool. Sid is going to take a five-foot step back. And try to plop two arrows into this ghoul that is over Stormax shit. All right. 
that ghoul's like, you're cheating. And Stormak's like, uh-uh. Miss on the yeah. first one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two on the first one. And oof, ten on the second one. Ooh. So miss, miss, Ouch. whiff, whiff. Little froggy boy goes, and shoots his tongue out 15 feet and tries to grab that uh, spellcaster again. Oh, 15 foot range. Yeah. Nice. Wicked. Frogs are awesome. Uh, 17 to hit. Mm-mm-mm. That is going to hit. Okay, and then then that gives me a grapple check, I believe, is how grab works. Yeah. Free grab attempt. Okay, and his and that's a... What is his? There we so go. B there we is go. a plus 7, so that's a 21 to grapple. There we go. That'll do. Fuck yeah. And then uh, that pulls him toward me, right? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Nice. And now he... So him and the froggy are grappled together. Awesome. Wonderful. It's not going to last for long, folks, so... Good round, though. That was pretty That's good. second round of that. Fuck yeah. Well, except for all the missing yeah. arrows. But yeah, the grab was nice. At least, <laughs> well, at least keeping him tied right. up because he has to do, like, concentration checks to cast and do all sorts of shit, so... Yeah, provoke, yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah. Well done. Great. Awesome. So... When you're grappled, there's certain spells you can do. Like, if it's only verbal components, I think, right? Yeah, specific, just verbal components. Uh, but I think you still have to make the concentration check. Stupid grapple rules. <laughs> you can't cast a spell while grappled unless you make a concentration check. Casting while you have grappled or pinned is difficult. requires 10 plus the CMB plus the level of the spell you're casting. Okay. Oh, yeah, if you're restrained, you can only cast verbal spells because you can't access your spell component pouch or your, um, you can't use somatic components, but grappled is not restrained. Right, okay. Oh, um, wow, I did not look at this guy's feats until just now. <laughs> um, so he does have combat casting, which gives him a bonus to do that. Yeah, plus four, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep, while grappled, don't forget... Surat. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> All right, so concentration check or lose the spell, right? That is correct. And it'll still provoke when he casts it. All right. He's not even going to try and break free. He's just like, get your slimy celestial tongue off of me. Right. He reaches out and attempts to cast a spell. Okay, so first we'll do the attack of uh, opportunity. Yes. That is going to hit. That's a 20 to hit. Yep. And that is a D6, and then he's that he's the target of the Smite Evil, so it's going to be a D6 plus 4. So that is 5 points of Smite Evil damage. That's That that just says rolling D6, it doesn't say plus 4. Is that 9? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I didn't add the 4, sorry, that's 9 damage. Oh, brutal. So first he'll need to make a concentration check for the damage that he just took. And then he'll need to make, if he still has the spell, he'll need to make another concentration check for the grapple. So, are you sure it provokes also? Casting a spell in melee provokes. Yeah. Okay. So, concentration. It's got a plus 10. That's why you never get the grappled casters, am I right? <laughs> wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. 27. So, it's, uh, what is it? It's 10 plus. So, I have CMB of 7. So, 10 plus 7. So, 17 plus whatever the level of spell he was casting was. Alright, so that passes. Okay, and then now. Oh, sorry, no, he needs to make a... The, that first one was for uh, damage. Yeah. So it'd be 19 plus whatever spell level. 
Okay, so that's fine. He's rolled 27. And now the next one he needs to make will be a DC 17. Alright. I need a 7 or higher. He rolled an 8. For an 18. And he's just like wriggling, being wrapped up in his tongue, and he reaches his bony finger out and points at Stormak and shoots a ray. And that is a 21 to hit. That just barely hits my touch AC, which is the same as my normal AC. Yep. Roll a 22 to identify the spell as it's being cast. Okay, yeah, I think that's enough to identify it. 15 plus spell level. Scorching Ray. So he fires a beaming red ray into Stormak's chest that deals 4d6 fire damage. And it is no saving throw. Let me get some more dice. Eh, it could be better. It is 8 damage. Alright. Does he have precise shot? Because he's firing into melee with a ranged attack. You are correct. That's a minus 4 on that attack roll. I think that misses because it only passed by 1, right? That would miss. You're right. Good catch. High five, Wes. Woo! And... Yep, the scorching ray goes wide and burns a huge hole into the church's ceiling. And it's the ghoul's turn. He's going to make a full attack on Stormak. The skeletal mage is just like, Eat him! Alright, coming in with a bite for a 22. Mm-hmm. Two claws. I'm just going to roll them all first. A 17. Miss. And... A 21. Hit. So for the bite, I would like two fortitude saves, please. Alright, that's a 10 on the first save and a 15 on the second. Alright, the bite does three damage and a 15 on the second, you say? You're alright, as far as you can tell. And the claw, I need one more fortitude save and it does five more damage. 18 on that save. Alright. You are not paralyzed. And you kind of like bite claw claw and does like a hop back, five foot hop. And then Big Boy is going after this little wimpy halfling. Wimpy? Challenged his supremacy. Oh, whatever. He didn't care the first time I did it. Yeah, but then you hurt him really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, here comes. That's gonna be a 19. Uh, yeah, that hits. Four. Thirteen damage. <laughs> Floor's not looking so great. Yes, he just swings sideways with his massive club. Um, Top of the round. Father Ozil. Father Ozil, seeing that large, massive, big, beefy baddie come at Flora again, standing in the church, doing his thing. Yeah, she's gonna die by the way. (laughs) She's bloody now, for sure. Really bloody. We'll reach out his holy symbol again and call down for Phrasma's will by saying, Surely she has borne our griefs, our sicknesses, our weaknesses, our strife, and carried our sorrows and pain. And with those stripes that wounded her, we are healed and made whole. 
as a blue flash of light for healing goes out for everybody. Yay. Nice. We'll save for half. <laughs> what? We'll save for half. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's seven healing. It's not as good as I wanted, but uh, it'll do something. Better than nothing. You better get out of there, Flora. Yeah, well. Every, everybody heals seven. All of us, except Frog. All right. Sorry, Frog. <laughs> except Frog. <laughs> <laughs> and Senior Stormac is up next. Wait, hold on. I want to move, though. Okay. Sorry. Okay, he's going to move, uh, like, 20 feet to his south. And in between uh, Stormak and Sidriel, where the sword has fallen. Where the sword fell. Right on. <laughs> Darmok and Tanagra, <laughs> where the sword fell. <laughs> that was my turn, thank you. Now, now go on with your thing. Meg, what is, what is Flora looking like she's about to do here? I, I'm not sure that she has a plan. She's um, taken more damage than she expected to. Oh, shit. I just deleted her time. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> she does. <laughs> um, she's gone. <laughs> all right, well, we know where she was. Yeah, so she's she's looking a little bewildered because she got pretty fucked up and she, ha- she doesn't have a plan. But she still wants to kill the thing. Angry and bewildered. I know, it's but... It's a dangerous combination. Well, all right, so Stormak <laughs> knows that look in her eye and, and he, he's going to try to um, keep her alive. So here's what he's doing. He's he's already within the threatened range of this ogre skeleton. So he's moving five feet next to Flora and then five feet up closer to the ogre skeleton. So he's like basically kind of blocking off Flora and Daisy from the skeleton. I know it's not, you know, the skeleton can still attack her right over him, but... Yeah, he also will attack you. All right, so good. Zormak wanted them. I know you did, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has zero intelligence. Yeah, he so. is not nearly as intelligent <laughs> as the other guy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, that is a natty 19, though, for a 26 to hit. Oof. Oh, man. Well, with mobility, my AC is 24. So that'll hit. Oof. And he almost didn't hit you with a natty 19. Jeez. Mobility's awesome. It is. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, so that's going to be 17 damage. All right. Stormak is... Uh, he's, like, right on the middle of his hit points. One more, and I would be over. Um, but that's fine. It's cool. So Stormak gets right up in there, and he's just going to deliver a single baby. Baby. (laughs) (laughs) No! Um, Not just one. (laughs) He's going to punch the big guy. And here's an unarmed strike. Uh, That's a terrible roll. That's a six for a twelve. Oof, yep. Man. It's going to bounce off his Aramir. All right, here's my actual attack. Come on. Oh, my God. Oh, no, the last attack was a natural six. This one's a natural four. No. Oh, my 
god, you're doing so badly. Thanks. Yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> We're counting Damn, on dog. you. All right. Now Flora is up next. Oh, that sucks. Okay. I mean, I don't know. From where I'm standing, knowing that my lance is piercing and my halfling sling staff is bludgeoning, perhaps I should drop my lance for a moment and get my sling staff out. Wouldn't be my first choice, but okay. Why not? Why? Explain. Elaborate. I would move away so that you can charge. You, you do so much damage when you charge. Our DPS characters, which is you and Stormac, are, are not really DPSing, you know what I mean? Sure. Okay. We need you to continue to do your DPS thing. Right. Me- mechanically, okay. this guy has spent his AOO. You could attack him from a distance with your lance, and then you could move away and get ready to charge him next time. All right. Yep, that's, that's what I'm totally do. true. Doing that. I'm going to attack him with my lance. Uh, and miss because I'm crippled and bleeding and, and just like really fucked up. Uh. And then I'm going to back up a bunch, like down the hall a little bit, mm-hmm. and be ready to charge it again. Daisy's doing that thing that horses do where they, like, kick backwards when they're ready to charge. She's like, fucking get him! (laughs) That's my turn. Alright. Now, it's Sidriel's turn. Alright. Sid's a little frustrated that none of his shots are landing, so he's gonna go to the old standby casting a spell. Alright. And he's going to cast Glitter Dust. No, I'm not. I already cast Glitter Dust today. Mm. Well, shit. That's right. On a ghoul earlier. Yep. Okay, well, I'm not going to do that. So, he is going to resort to the old standby of the bow. Old trusty. Maybe I rolled out all the crap rolls already. Nope. Oh. That's a three. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and another three. What? Oh, my God. What this are those fucking odds? You guys are... Some bad luck today. We gotta get it out sometime. Uh, so the frog is gonna attempt to maintain his grapple. Um, since he's already grappling, he'll get another plus five to it. So it's a plus twelve to his roll to maintain. That's a twenty-one. Oh, against a CMD. Yep. Yep. That's that does it. Okay, and then he will uh, make that uh, bite attack as part of the uh, action to maintain the grapple. All right. And a two on the attack. Oh, oh my god. Even the frog from heaven. Yeah, but what's the total? Because the Having guy is luck. grappled, so it lowers his AC. Fair, yeah, he's, he's grappled. He's got a minus four to his dexterity, and what else does grapple do? So the total to hit on that, I think, is still like a five. Okay, yeah, just check it. Not going to do it. You never know. You never know. <laughs> You never know. At least he's still grappled. All right, that was round three of the frog. Yep. All right. This skeletal mage is frustrated. He is going to attempt to cast another spell. Cool. AOO goes off. Ooh, that'll hit. That's a 22 to hit. All right. Yep, that'll do. For nine more points of damage. Nice. So I'll need to make another DC 19 concentration check. Minus... 
how much damage? Sorry, nine. Nine. So it's DC. Uh, no, sorry, no, it's nineteen plus the uh, spell level. All right. That's a natty seventeen for twenty-seven. Okay, and then I'll have to make it a DC seventeen plus the spell level for the grapple concentration check. Uh, it's a twelve plus ten, twenty-two. All right, you see this ghostly incorporeal hand materialize right in between Ozil and Sidriel, and it's just kind of floating there. A hand. A ghostly floating hand appears floating in the air between Sidriel and Ozil. Describe it. Is it cute? No, it looks like a severed hand. It's all gnarled and, like, has warts and stuff. Was it cute? Maybe, you know, like, 60 years ago. And now the ghoul's turn. He's As he casts that, he's gonna be like, Finish off the wee one! And the ghoul nods and charges Flora. Rude. That's gonna be a 23 to hit. Correct, but I think I get to hit it first. Yes, because he does come through your threatened area with your reach weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, 22. That'll do it. Great. That is a f- uh, four minus one, so that's three. Three damage? Mm-hmm. All right. This ghoul is looking very beat up, but not dead yet. He is going to bite you for three damage. Okay. And I would like two fortitude saves, please. Two? Jesus. Okay. Don't question the GM, Meg. He says two, you just uh, automatically roll I- two. I, I did. I did. Okay. I just I'm making also fun of expressed myself. I'm making fun of surprise. Because I, I expressed <laughs> the same surprise. Uh, so one's a 19. Okay. And the other one is a 22. Okay. Wow. Good shit. Fucking nailed it. Eat that, Johnny. <laughs> Beef a hall up here. He's going to five foot step back. He's looking pretty beat up himself. He's got missing bones. He's just leaking bones. Just <laughs> leaking bones. <laughs> As if they were a fluid. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a step back and some fall out. He takes a big swing at Stormac. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking a little low on That's... bones there. <laughs> That's a netty 15 for a 22. Oh, that'll do. Yep, that'll hit. Oof. Alright, let's roll his beefy damage die. Six and five. 18 damage. Oh boy. And it is Father Ozel's turn. How's Stormac looking? Um, really beat up. Really bad. He just comes down and, like, crushes part of your shoulder in with this massive, large sized mace. Great, great, uh, great club. Great mace club thing. Yeah. It looks like a mace. <laughs> it, all, it all looks bad from Father Ozil's standpoint. People are taking lots of damage. Frog over there, though. Yeah. Frog is MVP right now. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> For Fro- real. Frog's just chilling trying to have a snack. Dude, he's doing great, bro. I'm, I'm all about Frog. Um, okay. Father Ozil's going to move to 
5, 10, 15, to south of Stormac to avoid the AOO potentially of Snotty Boy over here, who is um, <laughs> really gooing up Flora and Daisy in the hallway to Thank the you. south of the church. He will look at Brother Stormac and pull out, or uh, you know, flavor, flavor, pull out his uh, um, phrasma for dummies and say another prayer for Stormac as he reaches out and touches him. Who herself bore our sins through her body to the tree that we have died on those sins. Might you live for righteousness and touch him for three D or two D eight plus four healing. Nice. Uh, that's not too bad. That's an eight and a three for um, eleven plus four is fifteen. Fifteen healing for Stormac. I appreciate it. That brings me from five up to twenty. Nice. All right. Ugh. Well, this uh, skeletal ogre. You did say he's leaking bones. Yeah. Think we can. Think we can do this, guys. Get him. I mean, we don't have a choice. Yeah. All right. Oh, we got this. None of us have gone down yet. Sick him. <laughs> That's the standard that we apply? <laughs> <laughs> no one got paralyzed. We're, we're doing better than we were in the last fight. Yes. Exactly. Right. It gets dicey when shit gets, you know, whatever. It was either take out the ghoul or it was heal you. I figured heal you is probably the better way to go. I appreciate it. All right. So... Stormac, five foot steps up to the skeletal ogre. And um, he's just burning through key points to keep that AC as high as it can be. Um, <laughs> Any chance Stormac may have the wherewithal that if he five foot stepped to the left, he wouldn't be blocking shots from Sidriel? Yeah, I thought about that. That that makes sense. Laura's not charging up this way anytime soon because she's got her own combatant. So, so yeah. Uh, instead of a five foot step up straight. Leaking combatant. <laughs> Stormac will do a diagonal five foot step up uh, to this guy. Uh, this this uh, skeletal ogre is at the front of the church and hopefully he's giving his last sermon. <laughs> Stormac steps up Boom. and Oh man, yeah. I'll I'll spend another key point um, to do three hits in my flurry of blows. Oh boy, here we go. You got this, buddy. Twenty-one to hit, twenty to hit, and then the last one's a six. There we go. There we go. The twenty-one and the twenty will both hit. Nice. So that's a uh, sixteen bludgeoning damage. Would you like to describe that kill? Um, he uh, punches up through one rib and then another and then another and another and it's just like bink, 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 bink! And they all just uh, <laughs> shatter and then he follows through uh, with like a Shorayuken and he takes the thing's head off. Nice. Thank God. Awesome. Yeah, he goes plummeting down his heavy armor like into the ground. Yikes. That guy is done for. Yay! Thank fucking God. For real. Bless you for asthma. <laughs> Flora is up next. Uh, well, um, she can't attack with her lance, right? 
because it's too close. You, she can five you can take step. a five-foot step. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She's going to do that and then stab it because this thing is all, right. all up in her business. Have you been avoiding having Daisy bite them because they're gross? Or Nope, just forgot. Okay, just throwing it up. Can I bite <laughs> Can I bite first and then step back and then attack with Flora? Yes, that's. I can do that. Yes. So we, I think we did describe that those things are diseased. After the last fight that we talked about, what was causing the paralysis and stuff. I don't know if it works that way, but we did describe that they are they do carry disease. So we think that maybe you're you're saying that maybe we should not let Daisy chew on him. <laughs> chew <laughs> on it. In character we didn't discuss that, and as a player I don't recall anyway. But we do know that they carry disease. So I mean, and that is something that Flora does know. I feel like we had time to talk about that. And and we, we know that their mouth carries disease when they bite, but not their claws when they claw. So maybe that tells us something. You know, we are all amateur CSI. I, I actually think it's the other way around, but yes. Joe, can we make a knowledge religion check to figure out if biting this thing is going uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. to contribute <laughs> to the disease? <laughs> Yep, Flora can. Uh, do, okay, so... Uh, someone can shout out and say, don't let her bite it. <laughs> yeah. I would say you could do that. 13, knowledge religion for me. 19 for Stormac. You think that the disease is mostly spread through their bites. Okay. Get it, Daisy! Then Daisy's gonna bite it. Okay. That is a 21 to hit. That'll do it. Okay, and then one D6. That's a one plus six, so seven. Seven damage? Mm -hmm. Why don't you describe that kill? No good. Daisy just bites the shit out of it and throws it to the side and it slams into the wall and falls dead. All right. And so it is fucking out of her way to charge the thing that's no longer alive. God damn it. Okay, so yeah, and then after (laughs) that... We're going to move forward. I guess I could poke that guy with my lance from here. So I will move up right next to Stormac. Move just a little farther. Why? Oh, am I in your way? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She'll move. Um, is that too much? Hold on. 5, 10, 15, 20. There. No? Is that okay? You can move there. Is anyone going to yell at me if I stand there? Okay. Flora and Daisy move up between the pews, not too close to the mage skeleton, but within range. Sidriel. And Sid is going to step a, a five foot step away from this gross hand that's just floating in front of him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't particularly care for being touched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and pull out two blunt arrows and try to finish off this mage. Alright. First one is a 12 to hit. No go. He does have a minus 4 to his dexterity right now because he's grappled. Alright, yep. Okay. Taking that into account. And a 19 to hit. That'll do. There we go. Nine points of bludgeoning damage. Alright. Solid hit. Okay, that's Sid, so froggy boy. Yeah, last round of Froggy Boy. Yeah, he'll disappear at the end of this round. So he's going to attempt to maintain the grapple. Uh, Plus 12 is a 21 to maintain, so he maintains again. Um, And then he's going to attempt that bite. All right. Oh, I was hoping for that 20. Like, let the frog get the kill. Yeah. (laughs) 
Alright. And then the frog poofs out of existence back to the celestial Poof. realm. Still hungry. <laughs> he leaves his tongue behind, looks like. <laughs> Alright. Now it's my turn. My last dude alive. The skeletal mage is like, You insolent fools! You'll never stop the whispering way! And he's going to... He's going to five footstep out of Flora's range. The hand is going to fly across the room at Father Ozel. Come at me, hand. And it is going to attempt to deliver a touch spell. It's going to be a 16 versus touch. <coughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please give me a... It's a fortitude save. Okay, fort save. Coming in hot. Roll this. Plus four to this roll. Oh, that's a natural 20. Nice. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's been a while since I've rolled one. Alright. That's his turn. Ozil. Oh, man. That was lucky. Um, okay. Ozil, because there's only him left, will ask... Before he moves or does anything, uh, just submit and tell us what you were doing here, and we can maybe figure something out. I don't know, they might not, but I will. Phrasma will judge you when they're on the spire. <laughs> this guy's like an undead skeleton, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, spoken like a true cleric of Phrasma. Yes, but there's Phrasma brought me back to deal with this problem. Just giving you shit. <laughs> he doesn't respond. Okay. How how hurt does this guy look? Kind of hurt? Very hurt? Somewhat hurt? It's hard to tell because he's made of bones. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. Is he dripping bones? Not yet. <laughs> okay, I can get right up to him. Um, I'm going to cast a spell and move up to him and attempt to touch him. All right. Let's have it. Ooh, that's a natty 16, plus my touch is 18. What's his touch? That'll do it. Okay, that's a 1d8 plus 4 healing spell. Oh, thanks, buddy. And that's 4 plus 4 <laughs> to heal for damage. All right, 8 damage. Yep. All right. Solid. You see some of his bones disintegrate in your blue light. He's still kind of just, like, laughing, staring at you with his empty eye sockets. And it's Stormak's turn. All right, Stormak will move up to the front of the church next to Ozil and then next to this skeletal mage. And then if he can, he'll he'll maneuver behind him. Is that a, is that a okay square yep. to be in? All right. Yep. And then I'll um, just very uh, carefully reach in and attempt to grapple this fool. Unless he wants to take an AOO on me before that. He saw your tricks. He's not right. doing it. Uh, He's even smarter than the ghoul. Alright. Well, uh, Stormak moves in, and he just deftly reaches in to grab this fool. Roll the dice here. That's an 18 on the die for a 24 versus his CMD. Yeah, that's gonna do it. Alright, so Stormak just gets this guy's arms all up in his grip and just grapples the shit out of this fool. Nice. Grapply-papply. 
Flora's up next. Yes. Stormax says, The way of whispers is going down, buddy! (laughs) So Daisy will leap deftly over the pew. Can I do that? Or do you want an acrobatics? Uh, It's difficult terrain. Okay. And can I poke around Ozil? Or do I need to be in a different square? They would have cover. Alright. Then she'll continue her movement to there. Is that enough? Yeah, you couldn't hit with your lance from there. But Oh, fuck. But, but you can keep going. You wouldn't provoke because the guy's grappled. Yeah. Yeah, there's a hole in the floor. I mean, can I stand over here? Yeah. Yeah, and then just poke him across the hole. All right, sure. <laughs> Whatever. Nice. We'll do that. A 19 to hit. That'll do it. And that is a five minus one for four. All right. You're knocking bits of this guy off, but he's not down yet. Sidriel. Uh, Sid's gonna go for the old scoot and shoot. Scoot, shoot, and boogie. Yeah, so five foot step up between these pews here. And fire off two blunt arrows. Pew, pew. Pew? Pew. Oh, the second one will hit. That's a two on the first one for a seven, 15 on the second for a 20. At least I'm assuming that'll hit. Uh, the 20 will hit, yeah. 11 points of bludgeoning damage. You, my friend, can describe that kill. Shoot him in the fucking face. Hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's, it's, at the last moment, I press to digitate a little face of a frog on the head of the blunt arrow as it catches him right between the eyes. <laughs> nice. I hate frogs! Last thing he sees is a frog <laughs> zooming into his vision, destroying him. <laughs> With a tiny little halo. <laughs> yeah. His skull shatters. And we're out of combat. Woo! Finally! We did it! Yay! Woo. I think that's the most Good twos chance. and threes I've seen rolled at a table ever. Seriously, that was really bad. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and yeah, it's suddenly quiet. That spectral hand disappears. There's bones and stinking ghoul corpses of the villagers of Clover's Crossing scattered about the church. I guess we better rifle through that bag. Yeah, Stormak dusts his hands off from bone dust and fragments and <clears throat> combs his beard out from uh, the the iron beard that he just had cast on him. I presume that dissolves or dispels. Yeah, it actually it left the same time as the uh, as the um, um, as the frog. Okay. Be sure to turn that off. And um, yeah, Stormak will uh, with his foot kind of nudge that bag is it is it tied up or tell us about that yeah it's like a it's like a tied up kind of like santa claus satchel it's not moving is it no you like kind of almost stub your toe it's full of something hard does it smell like anything is it bleeding no all right he'll open it you open it and it is full of these jagged roughly cut pieces of shiny black stone. Oh, shit. I know what those are. 
Oh, no. What? Stormak picks up the stone. Is that Onyx? Probably there's a dwarf with some kind of stone (laughs) cone. Yeah. (laughs) Stormak picks up a chunk of the black stone. He looks at it. (laughs) Father Oswald might recognize this as well um, for other reasons. But yes, it is Onyx. Onyx gems, essentially. Would a religion or arcana or even spellcraft check give any insight into what kind of spells and or rituals those stones might be used for? Yeah, I'd say a knowledge uh, religion or arcana would be good. So, it's a 13. I'll roll the other one, just in case. That one's Uh, 24. Alright. Yeah. These onyx gems are often used in necromantic spells to animate the dead. Them shits are expensive. Uh. I know I know for sure those are really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that or does Ozil know that? Um well Ozil probably doesn't know its value, but Sarat knows that they are extremely hard to find and get and expensive. <laughs> um so Flora likes walks well rides Daisy over next to Ozil and she's she sort of rests her lance on the ground and she's like <sighs> like it's harder to pick up than usual. She's not feeling super strong. How long does this strength yeah, what- damage last? Yeah, so actually it's probably like right about now. Oh good. That your strength would return to you. Yay! Can Sid root through this uh, corpse of the caster, looking for anything? You know, maybe notes, a missive, something like that. Magical items. Spellbook, if he's got one. Yes. You don't find any like uh, orders or notes, anything like that. But you do find a couple other things. He has. Uh, one of those skull-shaped pendants with a gag in its mouth uh, that looks like it's been carved out of onyx. He has a gold pouch with 348 gold. Oh, hell. He has... I, mean, I imagine Sidriel pretty likely that he would cast Detect Magic. Yeah, if I'm going to anything gives me an inkling that, oh, this might be magic. Yeah. Or, I mean, I know this guy was casting spells, so yeah, probably just for detect magic. So his cloak detects his magic, and he also has a spell book. Mm. Well, I'm definitely going to yoink this spell book, and then I'm also going to try to figure out what that cloak is. Yeah, give me a spellcraft. Um, actually, I'm just going to go ahead and cast Identify. Um, I think it gives me a plus 10 on that spellcraft check. Word. So that is a 29 spellcraft. This is a Cloak of Resistance plus one. Nice. Yeah, classic. Very nice. And yeah, uh, he also has a spell component pouch with random components for spells that you might find in his spell book. I would also like to detect magic around the uh, around the church, just in case. Right on. Uh, yeah, nothing really detects his magic... If you, like, go around the church and do a scan, uh, it's pretty desolate. 
can hear the wind like blowing through the open doors. Dead quiet. Flora, I would also like to cast detect magic, but I don't know how to do that. How about you? De- nope. Oh well. <laughs> we just stand there and watch you guys catching our breath. We're just like, what are they doing? Good job in that fight. <laughs> well, we should we should probably take the Sonics with us. I don't know. If we want to leave it here and let it fall into the wrong hands. I mean, clearly it's important to them. Is it something that can be destroyed? I mean, probably fetch a fair price to the end the, at the college, and at least there it's in safe hands. Exactly, Sidriel. That is a very good point. Cannot let the Onyx fit into the Whispering Ways plans. But where does this hole lead? How heavy is it? Can we carry it? Oh my god, are we going down the hole? We got carts. Not tonight, but yes. Yeah, we're right by that hole. Let's take a peek down there. Yeah, it. you can tell from here, through just the light that is kind of shining in through the holes in the church's ceiling, that does lead down to a little section of a mine shaft. Perhaps before we go down there, we check on Kendra and lick our wounds a bit? Yeah. I want to go make sure she's okay. Absolutely. Stormak takes the smallest piece of onyx that he can find, and he pockets it, and then he puts that other big piece back in the bag, cinches it up, and uh, hefts that huge bag of stones onto his shoulders. And he's, uh, he looks like he could use some healing, but he's like, all right, let's go. And as you head out of this church victorious... I think that's a good place to call it this week. Oh, Ozil, could you grab my sword? I yeah, got don't this big bag sword. of rocks on my back here. Thanks, buddy. I got this big-ass bag of rocks here. Uh, <laughs> grab my sword. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, pal. Ozil will, Ozil will resheathe um, Stormax's sword. Sounds bad, but it's... Platonic. <laughs> no, we get it. Don't make it weird. <laughs> Platonic reshaping. <laughs>
You're doing so badly. Thanks. Yeah, I noticed. 